Paul W. Smith Show at 6. The Pre-W. Smith Show now. 760 WJR. Here is Jeff Sloan. All right, welcome back. Listen, uh, one thing we know for sure right now is that the job market, guys, job market every day, another story, twisting, turning, morphing, changing, transforming, you know, lots of change, lots of change, lots of work from home stuff going on, lots of side hustles going on. We've covered quiet quitting. We've covered the great resignation. We've covered people working from home, but on Fridays, sneaking off and having a little paid vacation day. We've covered it all. Well, actually, that's probably only the tip of the iceberg. But the reality is the pandemic has forced us to take a close look at a lot of things. And one of the things it's forced us to take a second look at, instead of just doing things the old way, just because of legacy, that's the way we do them, is how many days per week we work. We've covered this, the four-day work week. We know that concept has been around for a long time. It's gaining in popularity. And uh, a lot of companies asking themselves, can they do better with a four-day work week instead of a five-day work week? Well, Lauren Winans, she's the chief executive officer and principal HR consultant for Next Level Benefits. She's covering the four-day work week for us. And uh, whether or not it might be headed toward more and more of a reality. Lauren, please tell us. Yeah, you know, this is something that has been kind of around for a while, right? But, you know, there's definitely more excitement and buzz around the four-day work week as of late. I mean, really, it's kind of picked up steam here post-pandemic. And there's a lot of employees out there that are struggling with being burned out, you know, trying to handle work as well as, you know, life responsibilities. And a lot of us are still working remotely and that can be challenging to kind of draw a line. So, you know, what I'm finding out there is that, you know, the four day work week movement is uh, becoming more and more of a possibility within corporate America. There's a lot of companies in the U.S. who are giving it a try in terms of pilots. There's also, you know, companies in other countries like the U.K. and New Zealand that are also in the process of conducting pilots on this concept. So I think it might be possible in the near future that you might see more companies moving in this direction. Yeah. And of course, the concern on behalf of those who own the companies, the employers is, will I get the same level of productivity out of my team if I have a four-day work week? What are we finding? Uh, I know there have been various studies conducted. There are companies that have a four-day work week now. What are we finding as a result of of their efforts in four-day work weeks? And, and what does it tell us about our ability to remain productive? You know, productivity really hasn't been affected by that move. You know, the studies that are out there and the pilots that are, you know, ongoing right now are ultimately proving that productivity does not dip. But there are two primary learnings that I think are coming out of a lot of the the pilots that are going on, and that's really around leadership support. So ultimately, productivity remains the same, but leaders also, you know, they really need to understand that it's their job to remove barriers for their employees, as well as providing clear direction to help ease the stress that's naturally going to come from a four-day work week. If you think about it, you're going to have to do, you know, five days worth of work within four days in some cases, not all of the time, hopefully, but there is going to be a little bit of a more of a hectic pace during those four days of work than when, you know, when we had the five days to actually fit it all in. You know, senior leadership also needs to acknowledge that when you move to a four day work week, it's not just a move to try to keep up with your competitors or attract 
and retain talent. It's really a culture shift and it might need to come with some reductions in workload and in adjusting expectations around performance and actually, you know, turning out work product. So when leadership is aligned, this concept can work. That's ultimately the findings, you know, that we're seeing out of these studies and pilots. Interesting. Learn like all things in life and certainly in business, there are ways to do things more optimally than others. I mean, are there best practices that have emerged specifically around, you know, how you structure a four day work week effectively so that you can get five days worth of work into four days? Because again, of course, here we're not saying do a four day work week and be paid pro rata. We're not cutting people's salaries. It's still a full time job. We expect the same output. What have we learned about how to structure the four days that the people are working so that we you know, can make this work for both the company and for the employees? You know, that's a really great question because I think, um, you know, it kind of runs the gamut in terms of what makes the most sense for an individual employer. I've seen that some employers are really being very communicative about this. It kind of is an iterative process. They might roll out some structure around how the days are supposed to go. For example, you know, you can't have meetings before, you know, 10 a.m. or after 3 p.m. to really allow people an opportunity to get work done, to get through those email inboxes and to really tackle some priorities because meetings really do, you know, suck up a lot of the time during the day. And yep. so I think that's probably the most common thing. But what I'm really excited about is that employers that are kind of moving in this direction, or at least considering it, are really kind of taking to heart that this is a cultural shift specific to them. And so what might work for another employer is worth a try. But if it doesn't work for, you know, their culture and their environment, then they are making changes to make it more adaptable to their employees. So, you know, other structural changes could maybe mean that, you know, maybe we have a no meeting day during the week so that people can focus on what they need to get done across the other three days of the week when it comes to meetings. It's it's really interesting that everyone's taking a little bit of a, of a different approach. And it's exciting to see that companies are willing to give it a try. Yeah. And I think what needs to be done is to make sure there's an alignment between the employee and the employer. I mean, there's benefit to both sides here. And certainly for the employee, you've got to get them on board to understand that the trade-off here is going to be, we're going to get you into a four-day work week. And yes, those four days in which you work there's less time to hang out around the coffee machine and chat and talk and, you know, to have those little moments where you're not being full on at work. You're going to have to go a little harder on the days that you're there. But, of course, we're going to give you a three-day weekend. You know, you'll have not only the Saturday and Sunday as traditionally done, but you'll also get that Friday as a personal day. And that's a trade-off that as long as they see it that way, they see the benefit in that, they buy into it, there's a sense of cooperation and collaboration because as I say, the benefit inures to both sides here. Absolutely. I think there's, you know, opportunity here to really explore if this concept can work in most organizations. And I think that the U.S. really, it's been a long time coming to give employees a little bit of a break and, uh, you know, give them a day back to really kind of balance their lives as the future of work is here. It has is suddenly become a reality and it's it's time to maybe make some changes to the way that we approach work. Absolutely. And I, and I think, you know, I can give one recommendation too. So what you think about this, but I know a company here in our area that is testing this and trying it. And the way they're doing it is they're not going all in right away. And what they're doing, I think they're going to one week a month, 
is a four-day work week. And so there, you can do this blend. It's not an absolute. It's not all in or nothing. There are ways to ease your way into it and test it and see if it works. As you say, it's very company-specific, employee-specific, and you know situations are different. And so this is a good way to dip your toe in the water before you go all in on this. Exactly. You know, there's so many different ways that you can kind of just test it out. You know, it doesn't have to be a full blown move to a four day work week right away. You can designate those no meeting days. Like I mentioned, you can offer paid sabbaticals to give um, employees rest and a chance to recharge. You can also end the work week early on Fridays. Maybe everyone's done at noon. And like you said, it could just be that, you know, maybe one week a month is is a little more flexible in terms of scheduling than the other weeks. And so it's really, it's a trial and error process and I'm excited to see where it goes. All right, Lauren. Good. Well, thank you so much, Jeff. Appreciate it. All right, Lauren Winans. Thank you so much, Lauren. You're the Chief Executive Officer and Principal HR Consultant for Next Level Benefits. We really appreciate you being on four-day work week. It's becoming more and more of a reality. All right, back with more in a minute right here. Stick with us on the Pre-W Smith Show.